0: what's up you guys sean ross Sapp, it is june 8th 2022 this is fightful wrestling and this is your post aew dynamite review we've got so much to talk about we've got shows every night here on fightful every night of the week uh every major show we have a post show for so join in with us we also have tons of afternoon uh new shows as well check out all those we've got a lot of nwa always ready coverage this week i i had an interview with the very charismatic Carrie Morton, like he's the talker in the family, and he's barely wrestled. Uh, you guys are going to want to check that out. You'll be hearing a lot about Carrie Morton in the the coming decades. Got Kailyn King this week, who you've seen on AEW a whole bunch of times, and she tells us why exactly she's not around. But most importantly, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, and subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. That's our exclusive news service. It's it makes. Shows like these possible. Today, I had a a pretty significant update on MJF's interests, how his week went after that Dynamite promo last week that has not had a follow-up as of yet, and about how he hung out in Los Angeles last week. Uh, Plenty of stuff there. I'm going to have an Adam Cole update tomorrow on FightfulSelect.com. So subscribe over there but you're here right now so leave us a thumbs up donate a super chat or a humper chat to get your question or statement read on the air humperchats.com or here on youtube.com slash fightful we have alex palowski he's a big part of that fightful select service he's there reviewing raw and smackdown every week he's got a bunch of pay-per-view
1: reviews over there as well alex how you doing uh i'm i'm doing really well i'm i'm uh um as I always say, Wednesdays, Wednesdays are my favorite night of the week because Fun just, night. I just I just get I just get to sit back and watch and um, and very rarely do I do I have quibbles <laughs> uh, and it's just it's just it's nice to be able to just, just sit and watch and not have and I just know that what I'm watching has a plan moving forward and I'm I like I like where it seems to be going. Well, I have plenty
0: of quibbles tonight. I've got sure. some things that I didn't like on the show, I've got some things that I really liked. As we were going on the air, I mentioned to Alex. This was we've only got a ten pound sack. Here's fifteen pounds of shit. That's we right. got to fit it all in there, and I like that. There's a lot going on here, including our friend Hugh Janus saying Danielson is out one to two weeks with an undisclosed injury. Right around the time you might want to isolate in Japan of head of head of Dominion makes you think. uh no, he was injured. I mean, I, I don't. Maybe he'll pop up over there. I don't know, but he's he's got an injury. We broke that news on FightfulSelect.com. Injury bug going around. You hate to see it. Miro 89 says, taking my niece to her first AEW event with Forbidden Door. Our last was War Games. Or Alex. War Games. By the way, Connie's Pizza on Archer in Chicago is the best in the world. Hey, they got to pay us, buddy. They got to pay us. By the way, I, I it is time to admit, guys, I am on the a payroll. They sent me a lot of stuff. Um, Alex, buddy, mm-hmm. you're not alone. I got $5 with your name on it right here. Ooh. Bear Bucks. Look, look at that. Bam. Ooh,
1: wow. Bam.
0: Wow. More, awesome. a, more A&W bits on today's list than your boy. Check it out. But we started out with the Battle Royal, Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that they, they were like, well, we didn't get to do the Casino Battle Royal a double or nothing. But yeah. By God, here it is. You all Let's asked where it, it was. Mm-hmm. Let's do it now. I have long been a proponent of WWE doing a Raw Rumble, quite honestly, like yeah, pop yeah. a number in September or October. Who could possibly care? Yeah, um, they've they've done televised Rumbles before, but the Casino Battle Royal works out really really well because you can do entrances, cut to a commercial break, come back and do more entrances. Based on just the format alone, how did you feel about this?
1: I love the Casino Battle Royal. Um, I think it's a it's a it's a See with with a with a royal rumble thirty might might be like a little too a little too many because then you start filling out with stuff that you don't need in there, um, but twenty plus the Joker I think is is just right. The quibble that I had with this was that I thought with the stakes that are involved here, it really should be the creme de la creme, and I honestly, agree. a lot of it was. However, like platinum max is one thing because you're going to pop the crowd with his rap but you don't need the ass boys in a match of this importance nobody nobody believes for a second that the ass boys are going to win i mean they don't believe Matt cash are going to win either but you need somebody to to get to to take the big bump out there were a bunch of guys in this match who i was like there were at least half the people in this match who you could have convinced me are the guy to come out of this match
0: um, <laughs> ranked the the number two through five ranked wrestlers, right. Wardlow, Hangman, Adam Cole, Jay Lethal, they weren't in this.
1: No, that, and, and later
0: on, we, we heard Wardlow's explanation, which was bad, by well, the we'll way. We'll talk about that. Adam Cole, within kayfabe, he ain't hurt. Where's Malachi Black? Where's Chris Jericho? Where's Hangman? Well, you could have explained Hangman away by Tony Khan being like, well, he kind of told me what belt he was going for. So right. I said, we're going to cool it on this. Right. Or you could say, we did a lottery, we did a random draw, we did any number of things, just make it make sense to me because there's no reason to not have a lot of this talent in there, Alex, when you got the right. guns.
1: Well, the, the thing, you, you immediately ran into a problem when they announced this, this whole thing last Friday, um, which was on Wednesday, they showed us a graphic that said Wardlow was ranked number one. Yes, and then he won his match, and he dropped in the rankings. Um, and they had to—he was still ranked number one when they announced that John Moxley was the number one contender. And then they went and they updated the rankings to just jump Moxley ahead of Wardlow. Yeah. Um. So that—that's a problem that you have there, where you need to be able to figure out a way of being consistent with those rankings. Whatever, if you have them, you got to use them right. You got to be consistent with it. Um. My my thing was, I think they should have done this. The top four guys, you have uh, uh, in any order: Hangman, Cole, uh, Wardlow, and Moxley. They're the top four. Do a elimination style four way match in the main event of tonight's Dynamite, and that's the guy who represents AEW against a guy from New Japan. In in the th- you, you didn't need to have all these extraneous dudes. The top four guys in this match, and you could have convinced me any one of them. Would have been the guy to then become the interim champion of AEW. But you got you got guys like Tony Neese. No, all due respect to Tony Nice. I don't believe Tony Neese is going to be the guy coming out and becoming interim champion.
0: Oh man. Jam Beard says, OC, Samoa Joe Lethal. Jericho Moriarty could have been in the match instead of Caster, Ass Boys, Hager, and Nice. Well, I mean, Moriarty from a storyline perspective wouldn't have made as much sense as the other guys, but O.C.'s hurt. So, I mean, we've seen him with the sling, yeah. but Joe, lethal Jericho, all that, that would have made a lot of sense. Uh, Patch is redacted. There's a lot of people don't realize that from 1870 to 1959, Kansas city had one of the biggest streetcar systems in the company country. <laughs> people only remember 1870 is the year that Bobby fish started his wrestling career. <laughs> oh boy. So, uh, dealer says, can we talk about the botch countdown queue? You will have to expand on that. Maybe I missed that. I, you know, I was.
1: It was maybe halfway through the match. Um, it was well. It was well. Keith Lee was was doing something with Archer. The all of a sudden the countdown came up on the screen and then went away, and then they had. Then they yeah. started it up again about a minute later. So,
0: ABW says out of everyone they picked for the battle royal, I only think Kingston winning would have created real suspense about who wins the main event. Would have loved to see Takeshita or Hobbs win. Well, I love Takeshita being in there. I I just love him in general. But one of the big stories of this, and and there are a few, Mm -hmm. Eddie Kingston is mad because of who eliminated him Mm -hmm. later on, and he says as much, good. I love that. Eddie Kingston should be mad. People should be mad. I remember after the 96 Rumble, the ringmaster was like, give me a match with Fatu because he eliminated me from the Royal Rumble. Common sense. Good. Then there's Swerve. Swerve was the story of this match because Keith Lee is dominating people. I saw people say, well, it's not good psychology to eliminate your really big friend that early. And in my mind, I go, it's good to get him out whenever the hell you see an opportunity to get him out because how the hell else are you getting him out? He's dominating everybody. Do it while you can. Swerve started two or three different feuds in this one match because now Darby's pissed at him. Now Keith Lee's pissed at him. That team is done. I know you weren't as keen on the split, though. Chris I, says that he's swerving everyone, and it's going to be amazing.
1: I, I love Keith and Swerve together. I mean, I, I, they're, they're perfect together. Um, this, this feels... I don't, I don't honestly... Contrary to popular opinion, I don't love comparing one place to the other. But this feels like a really premature breakup of an amazing tandem. Like, I have no doubt that the feud between the two of them is going to be amazing. But it would have been amazing in six months or 10 months or 14 months. Like, I I love these guys together. They were magic in the ring when they were teaming up. They, they complement so, each other so well on the stick. Everything about them screams like a an all-time duo. So to, to break them up just makes me sad because I wanted to see so much more of them. Like I agree, the feud's gonna be amazing. I just, I just don't want to break them up. And then, like, we got to Swerve, um, Swerve tweeting out dead weight about about Keith Lee. So they're definitely broken up. This was not a yes. Well, I can forgive you because it's every man for himself thing. Swerve just said, "Get the hell out, big man." I don't. Swerve, Swerve
0: got his use out of Keith Lee, and then he he moved I on. Guess so. Uh, Nathan says Swerve was the MVP of the Battle Royal. He was. I thought that he really, really stood out. Uh, the Joker ended up being Andrade. I don't mind it at all. Tony did not tease like a big surprise as the Joker or anything nope. like that. So, I mean, a lot of people work themselves into a shoot with that.
1: He's been off TV for a long time. It's, <clears throat> yeah, it's but I mean, he comeback.
0: did. He popped up. He popped up at Double or Nothing.
1: Right, in a, in a backstage segment. But he hasn't, sure. he hasn't wrestled uh, on Dynamite in a long time.
0: Daniel says, I heard a lot of people were frustrated Andrade was the Joker. Here's my thing. Either make it clear the Joker is only for big surprises, then don't have the Joker at any other time, or explain the Joker is just the last entrant. Big surprises. Was Matt Seidel a big surprise? Was Leo Rush a big surprise? I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I certainly didn't consider Brian Cage a big surprise no. when he was either, no. but he was a
1: surprise. Go ahead. I mean, I, 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 I would argue... I was certainly shocked when Leo Rush came out. Whether or not you consider him to be a big surprise, I was—I was surprised. Um, I wasn't surprised here, and that's fine. Um, I, I think people have be- have begun to realize, oh, maybe it's just like, hey, there's this extra person here, as opposed to it's a new signing. If people were thinking Cesaro was walking through that curtain, it wasn't going to be him. M.A. says, I love the tag team, but
0: Swerve is here to be a crossover main event superstar, keeping this for 10 to 14 months longer is unnecessary. I agree with that. I know that Tony immediately saw big things in Swerve, met with him personally to lock down this deal. I, I mean, yeah.
1: I I agree with that, but then you got to do the thing. <laughs> sure. You gotta, you, if, if you don't push him to the main event in the next six to 10 months, then you broke this team up too early. That's my whole thing. Like, if I say it's if I say give it six months, and you say do it now, then in the next six months you got to push him to the main event.
0: Josh asked if this was the worst battle royal ever. Not even in the worst fifty I've ever seen in my no, life. Not even. Close. Um, not even close. urs says I'd love to see Starks and Lee have a three match series after this betrayal. Settle it, then get back together as a group. Uh, I think you mean somebody else, Starks and Lee, or. Maybe I maybe I'm a little lost here. Think you mean uh, Swerve and Lee? Then get back together as a group, not necessarily as a tag team. Anyways, Kate and Alex are the only review show worth listening to. Well, that's just objectively (laughs) untrue. But I I I think that Lee and Swerve are best served. How things went, but we'll see. Nerd Guru says Andrade being the Joker is one thousand percent the bad omen that will lead Charlotte winning money in the (laughs) bank, and that's just bad for everyone. I uh, wouldn't be surprised. Nope. And, uh, so it eventually Kyle O'Reilly wins this battle Royal. I thought it was going to be Andrade. I thought he was winning this
1: thing. I, I, I did. I did too. Um, uh, Wheeler Utah, the last, last two there, I saw a lot of people as the match was going on to wanted Wheeler Uta versus Mox again. I was like, we've already done that. I don't need any BCC infighting anymore. We've, 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 we've reached that p- potential. Mm. Um, My pick when they got down to the final four was Kylo Riley, because here's the deal. They have done so much building up Moxley as the guy who's going into forbidden door to probably face Tanahashi that there's no dance. Anybody who wins the battle Royal is winning the main event versus Moxley tonight. And if that's the case, the absolute perfect guy to go up against Moxley in a high stakes main event that he has absolutely no shot of winning is Kylo Riley. Because he's going to make Moxley look like a trillion dollars in an amazing match. And that's what we got at the end of the night. So I'm very glad Kyler Riley won.
0: Patriarch says it swerves and awesome. He'll watch him versus Nick Wayne. That's a good shout. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. There's a chat that got missed last week from Curtis Poindexter who said that he was in in attendance at his first ever wrestling show last week. Said Stat Boy booked a masterful show. MJF had the crowd eating out of the palm of his hands. No MJF this week. I think you you got to realize if it's even a work, they they got to keep him off TV. They pulled oh, him from absolutely. they pulled him from the roster and had Turner stop doing promotional. You don't blow it in a week like yeah, they did unless, with the unless you, thing. Do,
1: you do the thing where he's hacking into the broadcast. There's literally no way you could put him on the show like you just. Can't oh
0: do it. my gosh, we got a a new report on MJF over at FightfulSelect.com, and again our our reporting is going to prove to be. Uh, even more accurate dare i say uh over the next few weeks danger zone says uk fan here going to st louis next week to see my gf and going to my first ever wrestling show hype after tonight love AEW and fight for we love you my friend i hope you enjoy it you're gonna have a blast you're gonna you're you're gonna have a lot of fun mm. So uh, we got Zero Fear talking about the All-Atlantic title, but uh, there was actually, there's a, a super chat that got missed earlier. Uh, just a, a sh- actually, we've got Brent Lockman saying, much as I love the team Swerve uh, has the most diabolical grin. Yeah. Uh, let's get, uh, hold on. We've got uh, some super chats that are getting missed over here, and I want to make sure that our moderator gets them because I don't want anybody to like uh miss out on on their money or anything like that by by all means. So let me scroll up and find this one. Uh, Adam Weller says regarding the raw rumble hard agree. I remember them doing raw versus nexus 7 on 7 just before SummerSlam 2010. It's pointless but it's good fun. That's good TV. I uh completely agree. I I think that could be really really good for WWE and pop a number too. Uh-huh. Jarvis says, "Whatever Swerve does next, I'm excited. Whether it's Lee Darby Allen program, uh, it'll be gold, and he's a future champ for sure. He's so damn cool. Which direction do you think they're immediately going? Because it seemed like they were setting up the Darby thing.
1: Um, I mean, they 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 might do a Darby match, which which then after Swerve wins, Lee will come out, and then they'll have that that feud that'll that'll last. You know, it'll be it'll be an amazing feud. Um, I I think." The reason I don't I don't necessarily want the feud right now is I don't want either of them taking losses even to each other.
0: Understandable. Uh,
1: um but if if let's say Swerve winds up being the first main um opponent for Moxley as the as the interim AEW champ, I mean you could do a hell of a lot worse than a Moxley versus Swerve feud.
0: The all Atlantic title. I'm going to pull up a picture of it. Um it's beautiful. It is. It is beautiful, and definitely more prestigious than the somewhat Atlantic title, which is the or the or, uh, the,
1: or the kind of Pacific title.
0: Yeah, the, the, the yeah the sort of Pacific title, sort,
1: sort of Pacific, but the yeah. all Atlantic. Let me tell you.
0: Eventually, when they do the Indian Ocean title, I mean that opens them up to a whole new whole another demographic. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's that, true. Got to got to do that. But this title is a beautiful. Mm-hmm. The All Atlantic Championship does beg the question how many goddamn titles is too many Mm -hmm. it feels like everything on this show has a belt now will i see how it plays out i will but right now you've got the world title Mm -hmm. the interim world title the iwgp title was referenced on this show you've got the tnt title for a while you had two of them running around you've now got the all atlantic title the ftw title the AEW Tag Team Titles, the ROH Tag Team Titles, the AAA Tag Team Titles, the ROH World Title, the which Gresham hasn't been on as much lately, but the ROH TV Title, the ROH Pure Title, the ROH Women's Title, the AEW Women's Title, the TBS Women's Title. Oh, and by the way, two Owen Hart Foundation title belts that are just hanging around. This is... A lot of belts. Mm-hmm. It feels like there are belts on everything. I know right now they're they're bridging a gap into the roh thing, they've got New Japan involved. This is a lot of title
1: belts for me, Alex. Um, yes, I'm conflicted because I, I, I do think there's a potential that a lot of titles can can um can dilute stuff, however, I do love me some stakes i do too I do, I do love me some steaks so let's say um like for, there's there are a there are a lot of titles here but there also are a lot of guys and women but a lot of guys who, who are were who at that level that they should be having a strap around their waist and there are only there are only two singles yeah. titles to, to go for so i mean the FTW really doesn't count they don't actually really uh then, uh, then i wish that. they'd get rid
0: of it i wish yeah, they'd just get me, rid of it then. me
1: too i want them to actually recognize it and have ricky starks defend it but if they're not going to do that get rid of it the all the all-atlantic title um like when you have the, the tnt title has been really in a bad in a bad place for several months um if there's not a, a place for somebody to go and actually um a, a challenge for something to be elevated um, then maybe this might be good. Honestly, though, I just look at the bracket and I go, if this is going to be coming like there's there's a there's a title, if I forget what it's called, in stardom, where um where the winner, the holder of the belt cannot defend it against somebody from their own country. Like if this is kind of like a an international thing where you have to defend it across you know, country lines, that could be really interesting because they only have one person from each country represented in that bracket. Yeah. There's some, something there that could be really, really good. Um, I,
0: I should specify, Ricky Starks has de- defended the FTW title four times this year. So he's he's at least defending it. Yes. But um, Graham says Battle of the Belt 2023 going to be 46 hours long. Just how Tony Khan likes it, pal. Yep. Just how he likes it. Bake 05 wants trios titles. Joel Wood says you get a title, you get a title, everybody gets a title. It reminds me of when Triple H is like, we don't like to do just titles just to do them. And then they introduce like, Three new titles. Right. It's it's a lot. And it does minimize it when somebody tunes in and everybody's got a championship over their shoulder. Like,
1: sure. I, do do the Owen winners need to be carrying around those titles no, nonstop? No, no. That's that I, I get why they're doing it with Cole because it makes him into an asshole. Mm-hmm. But like I, I I don't understand. Like, if they're not actually gonna defend the titles, then keep them off TV. I mean, if you if you look at if you actually tune in to, to the to the broadcast after the All Atlantic happens, you got four guys and two girls. You got, then you got the tag. I'm not talking about the tag division. I'm talking about like sick. Like you got Starks who carries his around. Adam Cole shouldn't be carrying his. Then you would have let's say Miro or Malachi holding the All Atlantic, and you got Scorpio with the TNT, and you got Punk with, with the. And then you have I guess now you would have an interim championship, which does increase it. But as long as you're actually using these titles to have feuds over the titles and elevate not just the champion but the challengers i'm all for it if you're going to have the 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 like the women's tag champions in the other place and not actually feud anybody for the belts then the belts are just props if they're actually championships people are trying to to, to come after then i think it can work i will reserve judgment for a couple of months, at least, until I see what happens.
0: Sure, that's that's what I'll do as well. The The opening, the bracket looks great. It's Buddy and Pac. You got Miro and Ethan Page. You got a New Japan matchup. Who else is on the other end? Penta and who?
1: Penta and Malachi.
0: Okay, that's that's fantastic. Sawyer says, how is the world title not always already representing the best wrestling around the world? Hope they give the AA belt a unique gimmick. Super redundant otherwise. I wouldn't agree that it's redundant. WWF title, Intercontinental title, European title, and then at the same time they had hardcore, uh-huh. cruiserweight, light heavyweight. I liked that era. Um it's just it's not just that in AEW. You're talking all the ROH belts and then the Owen Trophy belts and then New Japan belts are popping up here and then AAA belts are popping up over here. So um John Wilson says all Atlantic title feels like a title that can jump between promotions a lot more than the other two. I don't, I, there's nothing that, that leads me to believe that besides that new Japan matchup. And this is strictly set up for forbidden door. Sure. Jambeard says, who do you think will be the two new Japan guys? Got to be Japanese versus non-Japanese, right? I'd like to see Owens versus Suzuki for USA and Japan. Uh, let me check out the dominion card. Um, I would like to see Juice Robinson among them. Uh, yeah. if, if you're picking an American and a, a Japanese wrestler, I think that that would be, that would be a nice approach. But again, sure. I, I don't know how the card's looking right now. Well, Tama Tonga and Carl Anderson, you can't do that one. Um, hey, uh, Juice is facing Sonata and Will Osprey this week at Dominion. And I would kind of just be like, all right do that but that's already for the iwg iwgp us title because they also have 234 belts mm-hmm. in japan right now oh here you go i've done it i'm a miracle worker all right here we go doc gallows versus toro
1: there you go that's perfect.
0: perfect they fit in with the rest of the the bracket just fits in jordan says with another title added it makes me think there will be more big roster additions even though there's so many people that are big contenders already. I don't agree with that. I just think that they're they're giving more people something to wrestle for. It's just I don't want to see anything get lost in the shuffle, but maybe we see Rampage take a step up in profile. Yeah. We've got Daniel R. Actually, well, that's for Forbidden Door, so we'll get back to that. Zero Fear asks who do we think will be the New Japan competitors in there. I don't know if they announce it specifically for Dominion, Mm-mm. so well, um, seen... so it might not be. Then it might just be something that happens soon. Mm-hmm. But I I would do Juice Robinson and somebody uh, whoever yeah. like doesn't win. I mean honestly, I would have Will Osprey probably win that U.S. title and then do Juice Robinson and Sonata next week for that because mm. I think that's a good way to get multiple countries involved. Yeah, El Milkman says, surprised we got this before a trios title. Well, I'm not because Tony has been pretty clear that he wants that back when Kenny Omega is yeah. around. I asked him that question on a media call. And a lot of people say, oh, well, he's telegraphing the first winner. I disagree. I think it's very clear they want to do elite
1: undisputed era. They, yeah, and they definitely want to do a tournament. I, I would think they're they're big on tournaments as evidenced by this bracket tonight. And if you do that, you want to have Kenny in the Bucks as one member of the tournament, whether or not they actually win it is different, but you want to have that as, as the favorites going into the tournament, at least.
0: Uh, Jambeard says, if they give, uh, that title, a gimmick, I'd say, make it. So two wrestlers have to be from different countries. I think they could run into some booking issues there. If they do that. Erse says wild introduce a third men's mid card title instead of women's tag titles or just like giving them more time on the show. You know, I don't disagree with that whatsoever. I don't disagree with that, especially when the FTW title has been uh, tied up in the tag scene. Yeah. M. DeRay says it's a lot, but they could actually make their 500 belts feel more important than the other company does their couple of titles. I mean, yeah, their top titles aren't on the show right now. That's true. Oddstar says, I definitely hope the new belt has some rule like Stardom's SWA belt. If not, it's overkill. I don't necessarily need a rule. But I understand that some people do, and that's okay. I get that.
1: They have enough international guys that you could like. They're 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 counting Ethan Page as Canadian. They got a Kyle O'Reilly's Canadian. They got a lot of guys from Canada that could that could fill that bit. As long as whoever's from, whoever's from Canada has the belt, then you can face anybody else.
0: Joel Wood says that AEW said the Atlantic or Atlantic represents all the AEW fans across the world. Well, what the hell does the world title represent? Uh, not people in the Atlantic Ocean, buddy. No, uh, perhaps think about that one next time before you get so smart. There are people like Jason Momoa, right, that live underwater and they are not represented by that world title. They feel like it's more of an earth
1: title. And I I do feel it is a bit of a misnomer to say all Atlantic. Um, when, when you have you feature somebody like I don't know, Buddy Matthews, who's from Australia because he is definitely not any 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 portion of him is not Atlantic.
0: we got Daniel R saying I don't like the addition of more titles trio's titles still in the way plus the ROH ones like everyone's gonna have to hold gold at some point and that things that makes things mean less Bad idea for another singles men's title in my opinion. I don't disagree uh, but we'll see how it plays out uh, they they I believe they have definitely earned that right. I love me some sova says isn't juice out of Dominion due to appendicitis. You know, I talked to him the other day, so I would say he probably is. He said it was the worst pain that he's been in. Uh. He was still listed on the the Wikipedia page, so maybe I was wrong. But, uh, yeah, he told me it was really terrible pain. Big J says, non-AEW-related Red Online ROH is doing Death Before Dishonor in July in Massachusetts. Does that mean more ROH news is coming? Red Online, buddy, that came from FightfulSelect.com last week um i would imagine some more roh news is coming that's on the books there they told talent that so i don't know i would imagine that they got to announce that pretty soon if they're going to do it i mean otherwise maybe it doesn't happen they had other dates on the books that they rattled off at the, the the scrum that didn't end up happening yeah adam weller says idea for outside belts in aew Spin of an international champ roulette wheel at double or nothing for the casino Royale winner on the buy-in sets up pay-per-view match. Well, that sounded very complicated, Adam. So I'd imagine they'll try to do it. sounds about like what they would do because I didn't understand tonight's such situation till like an hour into our podcast last week. Yeah. Nathan DePaul says, are the matches governed by maritime law? Yeah. No, here's the thing. Because they're over international water, Uh anything goes. So there's just a
1: stipulation.
0: That's right. There are no laws.
1: Yeah. They they all take place uh, on an oil rig just Uh over maritime law. There you go.
0: Joey Bag of Donuts says, I'm fine with multiple championships as long as they're considered important. I grew up on a bunch of belts in the 80s, NWA, but they all meant something because big stars were fighting for them. That was a little bit different. They were sending all those out to territories and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And Jambeard says, I got it. The New Japan match is going to be Namur versus Aquaman to represent the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans. Oh, my God. International incident right there. There you go. Well, let's talk about the actual match, Pack versus right. Buddy. Ooh, this was a hamper. Yeah. So listen, I love a good hangman page, 90 degree tiger bomb. Love it. It's good. Natty Batista love their tiger bombs, but buddy boy, do I love a Matthews tiger bomb that folds some bitches in half. I'll tell you why I love a good pin and a good pin puts all the weight on somebody's shoulders. And yep. when you pin somebody at a 90-degree angle like that, mm-hmm. all you can do is get your heels over their shoulders. Mm-hmm. That ain't enough to keep anybody's down. But when Buddy freaking Matthews does a Tiger Bomb Boys, yeah. he folds them in half. He puts their own weight on their shoulders. Plus, he can lean his own over. Ooh, I love a good pin. That was a highlight for me. This match was so good. Yeah. And I saw some people saying, eh, running it back from two five Live. No, son! Nope didn't happen didn't happen these two junior sirloin beef sons of bitches were slapping that meat for the first time alex and it ruled
1: it it's uh it was a match that uh that i always wanted that never could have happened because at that point neville had left uh just said i'm gonna sit out the rest of my contract thank you very much um and um a, a while later uh buddy murphy was like I would like to be a part of this 205 live if you please um and so they didn't actually cross paths at all so this was something I've been looking forward to since uh buddy uh buddy Matthews uh debuted I was kind of shocked we didn't get it almost immediately considering they were feuding with 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 Death Triangle and that the the feud was basically over now that they're doing this whole tournament, like it's still it, it keeps going. But this was something that I that I really wanted, and I I, I tell you, I was not disappointed at all. Uh, figured that Pac was going to win, um, uh, but I these guys just murdering each other at such velocity because these guys are so dense. They're small, like Pac is tiny, but he's so dense. It's just muscle. There's nothing else on him. And so they're running into each other at the speed they're running into each other. It's just like just two meteorites c- c- crushing into each other. I love it. This
0: was outstanding. Ricardo says, Bud Mac versus Pac had me rubbing my hands and cackling like a supervillain. It was awesome. And uh, Marlon says, we're going to talk about how Australia and Bulgaria don't touch the Atlantic, but are represented in the, atur- the tournament. Listen, Marlon, I respect you, but I just want to say, Fuck geography. Yeah. I don't care. We got this match. Yeah. So I was happy about that. Pardon my French. Nathan DePaul. By the way, I don't know if France touches the Atlantic either, but fuck that. Uh, Nathan DePaul says, lots of UK mentions on commentary. Does UK touch the Atlantic? I think so. Yes. Boom. We're good. Brent Lottwin says, good thing Malachi is a necromancer, <laughs> as I thought Betty was dead after that DDT. It was a good one. It was a good one. Oh. Yeah. It was a good one. And you know what's also good, Alex? It what's doesn't that? matter if you're in the Atlantic. It doesn't matter if you're in the Pacific, if you're in Asia. I don't care. Probably Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Any of that stuff. You're going to be able to watch this all-Atlantic tournament with NordVPN.com slash The fastest VPN in the world. It works on all your devices. All your devices. Not only that, you can watch sports straight from the source, live from official channels. No more shady, low-quality sites or reruns or, or streams, all that stuff. NordVPN.com slash brings you straight to those channels. Not only that, dark web monitoring support 24-7. You can access your content All over the world, no data leaks because they got that online threat protection. Block online trackers, hackers, annoying pop-up ads, and malware. They got browser extensions on any device. Uninterrupted streaming. You can mask your IP and change your virtual location with just one click. But how about that deal? 70% off your plan, an additional month free, 30-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to be ordering that UFC pay-per-view this weekend, and I'm not going to be paying the same price as all the plebs in America, because I'm going to get it via an overseas service with nordvpn.com slash fightful. Protect your data nonstop. Protect your wallet nonstop with nordvpn.com slash fightful. It's a good time. It's a good heckin' time. Oh, man. A lot of people talking about potential matchups uh ma says robbie eagles l milkman says could they book luchasaurus from Pangea?
1: yes As <laughs> another country then do it tony <laughs> <laughs>
0: ronald Hollick says ishii versus zach saber jr hopefully uh they need an american in there i think ronald um daniel says honestly yes then malachi destroys yano that'd be cool too <laughs> Norman Norm says, Miro needs to win All-Atlantic. I thought it'd be SRS versus Oli Davis, but the tourney will hump. And Alex, cut the shit. (laughs) Oli Dan says, the All-Atlantic Championship has to be Miro's. What do you think of the possibility? I mean, Brent Lockman says, whatever results in a final between Miro and Ishii, I'll be fantastic with. I I don't see Ishii. I think Ishii's taken a lot of high-profile losses lately. Mm -hmm. Um, He's had some high-profile wins as well. But I think you kind of lean away from Ishii in the finals.
1: Right. I, I mean, because they haven't announced who's the people from from New Japan that are in this thing, it's kind of hard for me to predict that quadrant. But holy God, if we wind up with Miro versus Malakai in the final, like talk about just an amazing clash of styles. That's Zangi versus Ryu, man. That's that's the thing that I want. I want to see the, the absolute the crusher from 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 the from the eastern block versus this guy who does all these kicks and stuff. Let's let's do that. I, I honestly I don't I don't care who wins at that point. Like yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. Reminder, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video,
0: get your super chats, get your humper chats in. We have more people saying uh Miguel Ortiz, uh Saber versus Naito would be good for the tournament. There's a lot of things that would be. It's just a matter of availability.
1: I, Sh- I I missed this entirely. Did you get this? What? That the fatal that whoever wins each match is in a fatal four way. At Forbidden, I'll be door. damned.
0: No, but I didn't realize. That. I missed
1: it entirely. The whole the whole I missed whole that entirely, entirely as well. Because yeah. now I want to see the hell of that. Like that's that
0: all right okay. okay yeah i completely okay. missed that okay we do this for a living my friends <laughs> yeah,
1: but we suck at this
0: <laughs> now now Luis is type typing in the note
1: thanks Luis. <laughs> thank you
0: for that he also does this for a living <laughs> shot kid says can see the new japan entrant winning the new belt be the bridge to new japan and aew gives miro an excuse to work new japan to chase yes please oh miro's wanted to work there too Oh man. Zinn says I already tweeted this out, but I'll say it again. Hope the new title becomes like Stardom's SWA title where the champion can only defend against a different nationality. I don't think that's gonna happen, but um I, I like the I like I, the pitch.
1: I, I'm my mind is blown. Like I'm just thinking about that fatal four-way now, and I just don't I don't care what else is on that card. Yeah. I'm, yeah I'm just- hey,
0: I, I just want to say <laughs> thank you for everybody who pays attention.
1: <laughs> thank you
0: jambeard says just to think about it if Miro goes all the way Miro versus pack Miro versus black can he redeem a bastard or a druid of death it's an interesting approach as well Lucio says sean loved getting put in my place by you on twitter yesterday is anyway? anyways in the all-atlantic four-way match or am i crazy you're crazy listen i'm about to put you in your place again you fucking dope hit the bricks please send us more super chats uh brent says i need to oh never mind that's that's for a different thing but i do like that (laughs) jarvis says i love aew and miro but i feel like he shouldn't be in this tournament pack ethan page or malachi black should win this title love you guys well there you go loves us loves us daniel r says since he's not facing tanahashi or okada danielson versus gresham versus saber jr in a 30 minute technical master class Please, at Forbidden Door. I think you got to get him cleared first. I'd love to see Gresham involved with somebody big as well, though. And Joel Wood says, at this rate, every pay-per-view is going to have 25 matches trying to get every title on the show. They didn't even try to get every title on the show last time. Bag of Donuts says, while we're adding belts, how about a Fightful Ad-Read Reaction Championship and put that on Alex? Alex is the only one who sells for it anymore. (laughs) Oh, let's talk about one of the biggest things to happen on this, this show. By the way, we got the Eddie promo that we referenced earlier. I don't want to gloss that over him and Kingston on Rampage or him and Hager on Rampage. Yeah. But Trent Beretta comes out and he says, it's National Best Friends Day. My best friends aren't here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want FTR to come out here. Rapongi Vice deserves another chance. And FTR is like, hey, sure. You shouldn't be mad at us. Be mad at the, the guys that cost you the match. And I agree. That made sense. All, all of this made sense. But it really makes sense to get Will Osprey involved, Alex. Um, he came out with with his cronies and beat the brakes off of people. And he was one that people were going, is he going to pop up? Is he going to pop up? Why wouldn't he pop up? And he cracked old old Trenty locks in the side of the head with an elbow. Mm-hmm. I thought this was really well played. Uh, Chris says the Billy Goat has arrived in AEW. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah um like I, I i think i think it's a it's a major player like certainly um and and uh and and one of the best in the world your your particular uh viewpoints on on Will Osprey may sure. vary but um but you can't deny it's a it's a major deal uh for him to show up on dynamite heading into forbidden door and that's that is a um i'm i'm very intrigued to see um, what we might get beyond Forbidden Door? Can they can they start building a story now that takes us beyond into the summer, into the fall? How much crossover we're going to have? Or is this going to be like, we're building this thing for a month, it's over, it's done, we're moving on?
0: I'm glad that he's, I'm, I'm glad that they're getting Will Osprey involved. He needed to yeah. be involved. He is a major player. I, that's, that's the type of thing that yeah. you, you got to find something for him. Yeah. I just don't know what that will, that will be. Um, we got United empire against FTR and Trent on rampage. That'll be fun. That'll be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I want to see FTR work. Will Osprey, because a lot of people look at Will Osprey and they remember the ricochet clip and that's what they think of him. Mm-hmm. And they don't think, Oh, well, you know, he has added like 20, 25 pounds of muscle, that was a, that was also, like, what, five, five six, six, six years, years ago? ago? Yes. Yeah. like it's They look at him like he's just doing gymnastics routines. He's an amazing wrestler.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Jambeard says, screw it. Pack Black, Miro, and Shibata. Uh, Shibata ain't gonna do that. He ain't <laughs> doing that. But those,
1: those three, plus anybody from New Japan, yeah. good God, they're gonna murder each other. I'm gonna love it.
0: <laughs> Ponfar says, not gonna lie, I deeply want to hear Linda's takes on the acclaimed. Well, you know what? When you subscribe to FightfulSelect.com you can do that. or yeah, hang out on Tuesdays, you can. Yeah. T. Wayne says, SRS, great work lately. But lately? Lately? What do you mean lately? Either way, he says, I got to know, zero MJF this week equals low ratings next week. It's uh, likely that tons of people will tune out and not care. Well, I mean, objectively, MJF does very big numbers for AEW. I mean, we, we
1: saw that. We right, saw that there, there, there is, there is a, a danger of that, of, of like the thing everybody was talking about last week. Yeah. And it being a work, but a very, um, um, they committed to the work. So they're not going to mention it on this episode, but if a bunch of people tuned in to see more of that, because they, they saw what happened last week and they're okay, well, I'm not going to miss this week. And they didn't get any mention of it. There is a danger that some of them might be like, well, then screw it. And I hope that's not the case because there was a lot of stuff to like about this episode, but that might be the case.
0: Mark charisma notes that Seth Rollins maybe Seth's wallet may be bigger, but Osprey never lost to a man with one arm. Not yet. At least. Palash says any news about Brian Danielson? Is he going to wrestle in forbidden door? Love your work. SRS. Well, thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, He's sidelined right now and uh, considering what he's sidelined with, going to take their time. Daniel says, instead of having someone fight someone from a different country, I'd like a match where you can only fight for it every four months or a certain amount of time. A lot of those rules seem good in theory. And then in practice, they just don't end up happening that way or it causes a hurdle. Lucho says with so many groups and factions in AEW, New Japan, which ones do you think will end up clashing or participating in the pay-per-view Love you guys. I'll never use Twitter again as of today. Uh, (laughs) A bullet club needs a full team. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think they need a full team there. They got to have a full team. Hangman beat Finley. Oh man. Speaking of uh, Finley, his dad popped up on the run sheet again for SmackDown last week. First time Mm -hmm. in months, they had brought Mm -hmm. him in to kind of fill the void for, for Tyson Kidd for a while, but Mm -hmm. This was a very good match. Man, David Finley, in the the few years that he's been on the scene in New Japan, has gotten himself in TV shape. He is is a fantastic wrestler. He had that team with Juice Robinson for a while, and that was a really great team, and it crossed over to Impact. He's worked American TV. He's a guy that's going to be around the next 15, 20 years. He's going to be effective, but this was Hangman, and Hangman in Kansas City was still Really over, Alex. Absolutely,
1: no, really over. Um, even if he's not the champ, he's still the ace of the company. Like yeah. we, we, everyone knows this.
0: Now, Derek Gordon says, "Pretty sure Hangman's match was announced before this Battle Royal was even announced." And is Adam Cole injured? More on Adam Cole tomorrow on FightfulSelect.com. Yes, Hangman's match was announced, but Punk's injury wasn't. So. By the way, shout out to John Plank here, Fleming County boys. Not anymore. I got the hell out of there, John. But uh, hold it down, my friend. But, like, when you look at at, at that, why wouldn't they just pull him from that match and add him to the Battle Royal? Well, I think they had a pretty good excuse. By the way, match was fine. But afterwards, Hangman said, I want to wrestle for the IWGP title. That's all Tony needs to say is that Hangman told me he wanted to go for the IWGP title. So I said, all right, buddy, I'm not going to put you in this one. Mm -hmm. That's all I need to hear, Alex.
1: Right now. And it's a, it's, it's a, it it does feel like, uh, entirely consistent with Hangman's character. Like I lost the title to Punk. Um, I can't get a rematch against the guy. Um, uh, right now. Uh, I want to, I, I can't wait I need to prove that I'm the best in the world still. Um who do I do that against? Friggin' Okada. Like that's that that's it's just a it's a perfect thing for his character. Um I I I thought that I thought this was really good. Um uh also was very intrigued by the whole Adam Cole like sticking his nose in the thing. I was like are we getting a triple threat? Like yeah. is Cole going to join the match against Okada? Um but Cole being like you're not even a real champion as he's carrying around what is basically <laughs> a trophy, like a, a bowling trophy on yeah. his shoulder. Like, okay, great. You won a tournament, but you don't get to defend the belt. So you're not actually a champion either. Um, but of course he's the heel. So he's supposed to be a hypocrite, but I, but I thought this was all really, really good. It did obviously get under hangman's skin as well. So it was good. Chris, stuff.
0: Chris notes that Adam Cole is really good on commentary Mm -hmm. Tom LaValle says, I thought Finley was going to join Bullet Club tonight since Juice is there. Cole was on commentary. Seemed possible. Me too. That did cross my mind. And Zero Fear says, with Hangman set to face Okada, who does Brian Danielson face now? Um, Zack Sabre Jr. But, I mean, listen, if – again, I'm not going to guarantee that Danielson will be ready for that, man. Like, you never know. Yeah. Anonymous says, I heard AEW's viewership is up in Lithuania. (laughs) Where is their – Representation in this tournament. If you know, you know. Yeah. Put your Nord, uh, your your Nord VPN on Lithuania if you're having trouble watching some of that stuff. Shocking that they got so much more viewership in Lithuania. I can't quite put my finger on why that would have happened. Jambeard says, Sean, non-wrestling super chat. Glad to see you guys were able to hear from your friend, and she's okay. Uh, Buddy, me too. We thought that she was gone. Uh, If you saw the news story, you saw how fucking crazy it was. But um, we were very fortunate. I'll, um, yeah, I'll leave it at that and spare people the details. But it was a horrifying weekend. Wardlow came out. So I didn't like this at all until the end. Wardlow said, so here's the deal. I don't want to win the interim title or do that battle royal. By the way, Hangman called it a little battle royal, which I I would not have had him do either. Because immediately what you're doing, you're putting the IWGP title above all this. And then you got Wardlow effectively saying that the TNT title is more important than the interim AEW world title, which maybe it is, but why say it? And he goes, well, the reason why is because CM Punk is our champion and I want to face him for that. Well, Alex, a keen opportunity yep. is to win the battle Royal mm-hmm. and defend it until you face CM Punk. Right. But instead he's acting like a troll on ESPN Twitter saying LeBum's Mickey Mouse championship that he got inside the bubble doesn't matter. What? Why? Why would he?
1: Why? What's the point of this? Uh, I wouldn't have had him do it. Um, I I think it is certainly a viewpoint you see with people talking about I don't want the interim title, I don't want yeah. the secondary thing, the plastic I, want, title. I want the I want the real title. You see that like in combat sports all the time.
0: Bra- Brandon Moreno and Davison Figueroa right now.
1: Right. Sure. So so it's a it's a viewpoint people have, but that's their shoot viewpoint as opposed to a guy you write copy for. Like you yes. don't have to have him say this, but they have to have him not involved in the title picture right now because they're doing something else with him. So they're giving at least they're giving him a reason. Like that's the thing is, I don't I don't love the reason either, but I appreciate any effort they go to to like clean up the the holes in in what they've done. Um, uh, Hangman being like, I want the IWGP, and Wardlow being like, I I, I wish you would have said this. I know. I can beat CM Punk because I had him beat a couple of months yes. ago. I beat the tar out of that guy. So when I become champion, I want to do that again. Now, like depends on, on how people react to it, but at least you be more specific. Um, But like, I, I, I appreciate him also saying there is another title that is desperately in need of somebody else to carry it right now. And that is, that is, <laughs> that, is, that true. is true. That is true. And- and he
0: could, all, that's all you got to say. Have him say, listen, it would be a great honor. And he's like, but I'm going to opt to wait to see how that all pans out. Yeah. Because this one means so much, I decided to step aside. Like, and that'd be okay. But I'd be like, eh, okay. Yeah. But then Mark Sterling pops up, and I love this. Because Mark Sterling says, you're either going to get sued or you're going to fight 20 security guards at once. And I'm cool with that. Like, Elimina- come on,
1: elimination style. Come so on, this is, this is Alex. My
0: favorite video games are 1990s beat em ups. Yep. I want to see him go full turtles in time on these sons of bitches oh, yeah. and yeah. throw them into the screen and yep. like like hop on their head on roller skates like like yeah. Streets of Rage and bash their heads in. Like that's that's what I want.
1: He will We've be got- playing playing the role of Hagar from Final Fight tonight. Will yes. be Wardlow.
0: He's got to do the spinning pile driver through the ceiling. Got yep. to do it. Bag of Donuts says, uh, did Wardlow say the interim title was BS? Pretty much. Mike McVaney says, great show tonight. Hoping to see Wardlow take the TNT title. Me too. I liked, too. I liked
1: when Scorpio came out and was like, let's go right now. And Lambert was like, no, 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 no you're hurt. And I like Wardlow saying, I'll wait until you're 110%. Yes. Because I want to fight. I, I don't care. I'm taking that belt from you. That's some good stuff too.
0: Colt asks who the surprise security guard is going to be next week
1: that's great stuff man
0: i love it um that that's a they surely will have one yes shot kid says hope sterling has the next of kin contacts for all the victims sorry clients wardlow will run through next week brent wants it to be a cinematic match like a slasher film with wardlow hunting 20 people through the arena (laughs) that could be that's like a thread throughout the show yes Yes. And he just destroys people mm-hmm. the entire time. That could be a lot of fun. That would be great. Joel says, you know, Wardlow could have just won the interim title and got the shot. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Bram says, I expect 20 of the most sirloin beef sons of bitch security guards in the history of security guards. Sterling is an awful lawyer. LOL. <laughs> Beard says, Wardlow versus 20 beards or 20 dudes, a smart mark in the court. Makes me think uh, the age-old question, who would you rather face, an adult-sized nine-year-olds or 109? Uh, Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, that's a, That's fair. Patriarch says, I think we're going to get swerved and get page white three. No, I think Okada might beat him. I think Okada Mm -hmm. probably beats him and and Hangman, and that sends Hangman down a sad path. Yeah. Doug Kahn says, who'd fill in for Brian Danielson at Blood and Guts? I don't know, but they've made those adjustments before and they won't send him out there unhealthy. I say a few days after Cody Rhodes wrestled with his arm hanging out of his socket. (laughs) Wardlow versus Waldo, says Brent Lockman. And Ruben Hidalgo says this Warner Discovery of the rights of the people's court theme song. (laughs) Tony should play that. Throughout the Wardlow match next week. I remember when Conan O'Brien would constantly play Walker, Texas Ranger clips. That's right. Because they had the rights to it. Uh, I would love to see that. That'd be a great approach.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, let me tell you what I loved this young bucks promo backstage, because I love the idea of everyone just listening inside, like with Mm -hmm. cups up against Mm -hmm. the wall. Um, And the Hardys come in and they're like, we deserve a tag title shot. And then Christian is in with Jungle Express, and he's like, well, neither one of you do, but we're going to give one to both of you anyway. <laughs> and we're going to do and it. Then,
1: and then Jungle Boy's like, what the, yeah. the fuck do you say? And, and, then, and
0: he's like, <laughs> "He's like, mainly because my boy over here lost at home in front of his whole family. He's like, what the hell, man? And <laughs> but first off, what the hell are you doing? Jeff has looked like absolute dog shit in the ring. Man. Man. I hope he is there to fall through two things and not do anything else. Yes, because I I don't trust the guy physically in the ring right now. All due no. respect to him, he's a legend. Yada yada, all that bullshit I got to say before it's dangerous
1: right now. Yes, um, my favorite thing about this about this little scene is that is a very small room, at least where they put the camera, so that yes. when when Jurassic Express walks in. Jungle Boy, if you watch, has to literally walk over a couch to be able to get into frame yeah. for the shot. Um, if they had brought in two more tag teams, it would have looked like a clown car. Like, it was just like, I want a tag team title shot. No, I do too. Just everybody on top of each other.
0: Oh. History says, the Turtles in Time reference didn't go unnoticed. Here you go. Hey, it's my favorite video game of all time. Tom LaValle says, the Blood and Guts gets you to in that spot. Great to see him back tonight, by the way. Yeah. Um, we had Brady or Bailey Fuller saying just me, but sick of Christian and triple threats. Yeah. I I, honestly, FTR should have been added to that triple threat and it should have been a fatal four way at the pay-per-view.
1: Well, this one feeds, this one feeds right into it too.
0: Yeah. Jambeard says that is it just me or has anyone noticed that Christian's always putting Jungle Express? Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. and triple threats like he's setting them up to lose
1: yeah could be
0: he is and he can easily say tough shit i did it all the time in my career that's
1: right like
0: i iron sharpens iron and then that other iron sharpens the iron even more so cry about it like that's what he can do and i would love it if he was he's like the grizzled old timer that's like back in my day yes not only did we beat people but we beat those exact two people so get over it yeah Cadillac Carson says Christian doesn't care for jungle boy or Jeff Hardy for that matter. Love that segment. Yeah. Yep. Christian petty Christian is good fan. Like there's a whole lot of younger fans that might not remember just how hot Christian was in 05. Yeah. yeah was. Oh buddy. That was some good stuff back then. Um, yeah. some really, really good stuff. Box of biscuit mixer says the Atlantic belt shore is confusing people uh aw needs to be more pacific they say a rising tide lifts all boats but we don't want to water down the belts jungle boy is out but bobby fish or hook might get some wind in their sails and coast to victory <laughs> oh
1: some good stuff there
0: and Zach Amon says, with a report in regards to Judgment Day. Hey, buddy, that just wasn't any report, Zach Amon. That was a report from FightfulSelect.com. Mm-hmm. Isn't yeah. it funny that Isn't everything, it? Alex, mm-hmm. that people yeah. are asking about was reported by FightfulSelect.com, and not only does it report more news than any wrestling exclusive news yeah. service out there, it's cheaper than all of them,
1: too. Five yes. bucks. Well, here's the thing. I, I, I speculated weeks ago on Sour Graps that they were setting up eventually the judgment day to be the new spooky dude du jour where they've got to, they have the undertaker, they had Bray Wyatt. They got to have somebody who's spooky, very spooky. And it yeah. was going to be them, but maybe it will just not with edge. And, and they say, or Zach
0: says, how is this different from house of black? Well, House of Black isn't supernatural. They've got the power to turn the lights off. That's it. They know a guy backstage next to the light switch. That's it. <laughs>
1: they're Satanists. That doesn't mean they're actually demons. Yeah, I mean,
0: you might wonder, oh my gosh, how could they sleep at night with all these spooky things going on? You're, you're with helixsleep.com slash Fightful. This changed my quality of sleep during the pandemic. I was like, man, I need a new mattress. I need to invest in my sleep. So I got a Helix sleep mattress. I took the Helix quiz. I was matched up to the Dusk Lux model. I wanted something that was a little bit between soft and firm. And I slept on my back. Well, now I can sleep on my side and my back because of Helix sleep, which has improved my quality of sleep. I get a full night's sleep. And even when I'm running a little low on sleep, it's a better quality of sleep. I hit them up after that and I said, I'd love to do business with you. And they said, we love a success story. Let's do it. We've been working with them ever since they are the best overall mattress pick by GQ and wired magazine and fightful magazine. They got a 10 year warranty. You can try it out a hundred nights risk-free. They'll pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you're going to. And if you're like, wow, that's a big investment. They have financing options, flexible payment plans. So a great night's sleep is never far away and you get that thing sent right to you. Right now, you get up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash fightful. They even have mattresses that have specialized cooling technology. If your family can never agree on the temperature of that thermostat, you don't want to go to a mattress store and roll around on something everybody else has been rolling around on. But you want to make sure you get the right mattress. Helix is that it has changed my life. I absolutely love it. Um, I've been pretty. I've been pretty transparent. I had a broken neck about a gosh thirteen years ago. Now it was very hard for me to sleep comfortably, and uh, this has revolutionized my nights. I actually get sleep now, and it's pretty wonderful. Pretty happy about it. Jambeard says Natty should win the title because she's the boat. Yep. Under Rosa against Marina Shafir. I saw a lot of people burying this, and I i mean, I disagree with that. I like that they beat the living shit out of each other. Like, I, are, are people expecting Marina Shafir to wrestle like Serena Deeb? Because you're if you're expecting a former MMA fighter in Judoka to wrestle like her, I'm sorry. That's not going to be the case. Some stuff is going to be rough, especially with two of the people who have a reputation for being stiff. And if you're in there getting stiffed by a veteran like Thunder Rosa, you've got to give it back to her. Yep. And boy, did, did she do that with that shoot snap suplex yeah. that she delivered? I thought that people burying this match were, were out of line. I don't want to say out of line. You can think how, I don't give a shit what you think, uh, whatever. Whatever. But I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. It was physical. It was gritty. It was
1: dirty. I liked it. Um, I liked it too. I liked the, the the little backstage segment that led to the match. I did they too. showed where uh, where she's like, I, "I'm tired of sitting on the sidelines." Basically, Thunder Rosa said, "I'm going to defend my title tonight. I don't yeah. care who against who." I mean, Shafir walks up and says, "You got a problem?" No, I'd like to be your problem. Like yeah. I I like that a lot. And I just love, um, like everybody hates the Maria Shafir, her, her, her the, the 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 classical music and everything. I I think it's I think it's strategic. It might as well just be nothing, because she doesn't she doesn't care about you cheering for her or popping for where she comes out. She's just there to hurt somebody, and that's it. And she doesn't care if it's your faves or whatever. And I, I think there's a definitely a place for that here, and we'll see how she 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 develops but I actually love the idea of like, we're not going to play your little games champ. I'm just going to stop you from doing any of the things you want to yeah. do. Cause I'm stronger and a better technical uh, technical fighter than you are. You can be a wrestler. I'm a fighter. I'm going to, I'm going to hurt you. And that's, that's what she likes to do in matches. Saw people
0: saying, Oh, she's been wrestling five years and people at the PC are better. I'm like, well, okay. Some people at the PC are going to be better. Sure. Rock." Proxy is going to be better. Tiffany Stratton is a bit of a prodigy. I would, I would argue she's like way further than she should be, but that's also un, untrue. It's been less than four years. Also, we're talking about a woman who went from wrestling heavily when she didn't know shit. Mm-hmm. She's wrestled about a little over a hundred matches. She didn't know anything yeah. like her first couple years. She was actively training on the job during 75% of her matches that were before the pandemic. And by the way, a whole bunch of those were her in their teaming with another super green person, mm-hmm. Jessamine Duke. Like that's where so much of that came from. Like yeah. the first 75 or so matches of her career were primarily that occasionally they'd pepper in a match with Mia Yim or, or, um, mm-hmm like maybe Kyrie. And then she could put in there with somebody green, like Ziya Lee Li as well. That, that wasn't that much further advanced mm-hmm. last year. I think she wrestled. Let me see. I'll, I'll look this year. She's wrestled 12 matches last year. She wrestled seven the year before seven. So, I mean, she's still getting her reps in. Yeah. Like let the woman grow, like counting, like throwing in those, the, the matches she had at the PC on the Largo loop yeah, get out of here, man! Yeah, get out of here. Graham says despised her as is lackey, but I am in love. Um, I I love them beating the shit out of each other. I thought it was a lot of fun. I
1: even liked I liked the post match angle where like she just like she just pissed and likes hurting people, and so it doesn't matter that you gonna attack her. And I I liked the Tony Storm saying like, well, yeah. no, if I'm gonna be next in line, I'd like to, I'd like to to prove myself right now. Thank you very much.
0: Patriarch says he doesn't like her chain stuff, but her strikes are a plus. Oh, she laid him in. And Nathan DePaul says I might be the only one that loves the violins in Marina's theme, but gives off a haunting Eastern European vibe. Yeah. I mean, I covered her M- MMA career. She was a supernova from Moldova. Like that yeah. was, that was her nickname. Wrestle vibe says Doug, Rose and Shafir site for Rosen storm. I, I've, and we've got shot kids saying, am I in the minority uh, who really enjoyed it? I liked how ugly it was. And it played on both women's MMA history. Me too. I'm glad that some of our audience, at least, I like a good beat the shit out of each other match. I dig that. Nerd Guru says, My issues uh, with this Forbidden Door stuff is one. Uh, Like myself, there are some uh, people who don't watch New Japan and don't get some of these appearances. More than that, as of now, there's no sign for this show having women's matches. That's a big negative. I agree on that second part. For The first part, it ain't for you. It's for the people who are going to buy that pay-per-view. And the, the reaction in the crowd kind of tells you who some of these people are. But AEW should put together something to, to educate fans. Jambeard says, I want Deeb and Shafir and a third to form another similar a stable similar to BCC. Either way, Shafir needs a manager to speak for her. I, I don't know if she does yet. I'll, I'll kind of wait and see. It there. all
1: depends on what what you're trying to have her say. If all you needed to come is to say, I'd like, I'd like there to beat go. the crap out of you. Then that's all you, that's all you need. If you just gonna cut a big, long promo, maybe, but they're not asking her to do that yet.
0: Also, I agree with Tom LaValle. Give us a women's match before 9 PM. Yes. Well, Tony storm came out, helped uh thunder Rosa out. So it's, it seems like Tony will probably face Marina and then she's gonna face Thunder Rosa. Yeah, probably. Uh rack up those wins by all means because sure. Tony lost in the tournament mm-hmm. to Ruby Soho. Yeah. So we need to get some wins racked up there, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. yeah. T- Tony, Tony versus Um Thunder is, is a is a great match on the horizon.
0: Uh DJ Page says New Japan is an all-men's promotion. What women's matches do morons expect? Hey, let's refrain from calling people morons, maybe. Uh, but I mean, anytime I would mention that I thought that that New Japan should integrate women, I would constantly hear they've got their own promotion. Well, you know what? Bring some of those women over. Yeah, do that. Stardom is a thing. Stokely Hathaway's a thing. He's great. God damn, he's great. He's so good.
1: What, what's what's that big-headed girl who thinks she's an alien? And then, then it's Chris Statlander. Yeah, Kristen Highlander. You're gonna get it. Like, he- uh. Kristen Highlander had me howling. I, oh man, I love this guy. He's
0: so good. He's so, so good. At he it. makes the baddies better. And like Carson says, when is Tony Schiavone ever going to learn what Jade's going to say to him? He falls for it every time. And I love it. That's the charm. That is the charm. Uh, Troy says, stardom has a pay-per-view that day. I don't care. They can send two people over yeah. and do two matches. Todd Starr says in reference to Marina, If Japan has showed us anything, people get better wrestling. People better than them, not on the same level. There's a reason Joshi's with under three year experience can out wrestle ninety percent of the women in the world. That is a fantastic point, Todd. Mm -hmm. And now she's wrestling women better than her. Instead of being in there with a bunch of green people, I want to say a bunch of green people because uh, you know what? She was in there with like Candice LeRae quite a bit, and Dakota Kai, and Io Shirai. But I mean, like she was getting a portion of, of like six minutes on right. those live events. Yeah. Moxley and Kylo Riley. Kylie says it humped. Kylo Riley's fantastic. I could see him as a W or TNT champion someday. I could see him as TNT champion for sure. I could absolutely see him as all Atlantic Southern Pacific, Eastern European, Midwestern heritage, um, Southeastern conference champion.
1: But man, this match humped, Alex. Um, it's everything that I thought it would be when when they it was like, of course it's Kylo Riley. Yeah. Kylo is going to push Moxley to his absolute limit. They're going to beat the absolute piss out of each other, and oh, yeah. then Kylo Riley's going to lose, but he's going to make like himself and Moxley look so much better while doing it. And I mean, like if you look at the matches that that Kylo Riley has had, this just the singles matches over the past month or so. Like, he, he beat Phoenix, he beat Darby. He lost to Samoa Joe, but only because he got choked out before he could break Samoa Joe's arm. Like, he lost to Moxley, but, like, honestly, like, he was never going to win this match. Either. But, but he, again, he wins 60% of his matches, and he loses 40%. And during the 40%, he makes the guy who he loses to look way better than you would ever think. I I, I loved I loved every bit of this match. It was perfect.
0: This was a blast to watch. This was physical. Yeah, I just love a good pile driver, damn it. I just love a good pile driver, and we saw a damn good one here. Mm-hmm. Jay says, Kylo Riley doesn't get enough credit for always delivering great matches. NXT to AEW has been putting on bangers and love everything, swerved it. Oh, not just there. How about Ring of Honor? How about PWG? Sure. How about New Japan? Man, I am a double wrist locked dork, and I watched him and Kushida work a double wrist lock for like 15 minutes and best of the super juniors. It was incredible. Yeah. Josh Weaver says he believes it's the first time Mox and Kylo Riley have fought in the ring. I don't know that to be true, but if so, what an incredible sense of chemistry that they oh, have.
1: Perfect for each other.
0: And Shot Kid says, does it feel like they were watching a big brother uh, bully his little brother during <laughs> Mox and Kylo Riley?" I would imagine that Mox really appreciates the way that that man works it seemed like it when they
1: were trading strikes it did feel like like okay fine you can i'll give you the shot oh that actually hurt more than i thought it was going to like it was like we're like mom is upstairs she's watching her shows but i want the controller and we're gonna fight and we're not gonna take we're not nobody's gonna tell on each other I'm not going to tattle on you. We're just going to fight until the other one gives up the controller. Like that was just, it just felt, it did feel like two brothers fighting. I loved um, when Kyle was getting out elbowed in the face. And then he started in with the leg kicks and Moxley was like, no fair, no fair. I can't do that to you. Like all of this was so great. Jay Beard
0: says that he loved that match. He was hoping the final two would have been Yuda versus Andrade with Andrade winning, but still losing to Mox. Um, at one point, I thought maybe it was going to be Yuda and Fox, yeah. but because I mean Yuda, he of course he had to go to Japan, but his profile has declined since that. That a little bit, right. but Graham says, "Is there an up and coming wrestler like O'Reilly?" Ooh, it's it's hard to draw a comparison to Kyle O'Reilly.
1: I mean the the guy that that obviously is, is the generation after him but is i don't know if you can call him up and coming anymore is daniel garcia that's a guy who's an amazing technical wrestler who has like he the way he sells in the ring has, like it almost borders on comedy but it's always real all that stuff it does feel like he might be the heir apparent in the next generation but he's no longer up and coming yeah he's top if, guy in AEW.
0: if we're talking like people outside of aew yeah mm. I mean, I honestly, I look at Akira as maybe a next Mox. Yeah, uh, he's on the deathmatch scene, and he has uh, trained with some of my coaches as well. And I, I know him to be like a super talented guy. He's gonna, he's gonna be really good. Mox has outright worn his merch on TV before. For the love of yeah. God, yeah. We got some more super chats. Get him in, guys. We are wrapping up. Corey says, if Stardom does a future Forbidden Door, bring Kyrie Sane. That'd be a big one. Yeah, that'd be a big one. And Tom Lavalley says one piece missing from the baddies, Sunny Kiss. I would love to see Sonny Kiss involved. Me too. Me too. Brent says feels like some kind of collaboration with Stardom or Tokyo Pro. It seems like a no-brainer. Perhaps for an all-women's show. Why why wait for an all-women's show? Integrate them. Like yeah. don't just go ahead and integrate him. And Jane Beard says if no women's matches happen at Forbidden Door, I think the following dynamite should be an all womens special. Don't count on it, buddy. Yeah. I, I wouldn't one, mind only, it, but don't
1: I count on it, but I'd like to see it.
0: Guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. We got shows all week long, as I've mentioned before. Alex, tell the people what you got going on.
1: Uh, You can find me this Friday uh, talking about SmackDown. Um, Finally, now no weekend shows. Because two weeks ago, we had Double or Nothing. This past week, we had In Your House uh, NXT. We had uh, Hell in a Cell, finally. Got a a full weekend off, um, and then we're probably back at it in a couple of weeks with Forbidden Door. Uh, But I'm always on there on on Fightful Select on Mondays and Fridays, reviewing Raw and SmackDown. On Tuesdays, every week, we do, on this year's channel, the uh, NXT post-show with with the wonderful Kate Elizabeth. Um, And then also on uh, Jimmy Van, the Fightful uh, founder's other channel, Know Your News, uh, tomorrow... We have episode six of what we call Get the Flick Out of Here, where me and Kate review weird or crazy or bad, stupid TV and movies. And this one, we went weird, and we decided to go with an oldie bit of goodie, Unsolved Mysteries. We each, yes, each an episode of episode Unsolved Mysteries. It was a lot of fun, so t- tune into that on the Know Your News channel. You can follow me on the Twitter, at Alex Graps. I'm filming another
0: appearance on the Know Your News channel. Uh, check that out, guys. But we got lots of content for you guys. This summer is going to be wild. We're covering AAA. We got more impact coverage, just a ton of stuff. Jan Beard wraps us up and says Danhausen <laughs> should have won the Battle Royal. Guys, I appreciate you. Until next time, we're out.